This message was shared from the pulpit at Good News Baptist Church in Chesapeake, Virginia. For more information, visit us online at goodnewsbaptist.org. Full disclosure, I own the cornerstone idea I'm going to share tonight to someone else, namely a guy named Jonathan Gibson, and I'll talk a little bit more about that later on. But I just wanted you to know this concept is not original with me. Um, But I have a question for you tonight. Kids, you ready for this? What shape is the moon? Yes. Juliana? Do you know? What do you think, Elena? A circle. A circle. Okay. That was not the question, that was not the answer that I was expecting, but it was a very good answer. When we think of the moon, we often think of a crescent shape like this, right? All right, good answer, though, Lena. All right, we'll, we'll get back to that. Don't worry. Um, we often think of a crescent shape, okay? If you say, draw a moon, you're probably going to draw a crescent shape, all right? In fact, in my daughter's room, we have some really cute decorations that have got uh, m- the moon and stars on them, and, and on those decorations, this is the shape that represents the moon. We all know, though, I think, that the moon doesn't always look like that, right? This means yes. Okay, all right. I'm going to ask you to to engage with me tonight, all right? So what shape is the moon tonight? That's kind of a trick question because it's cloudy outside, so there's no way that you could have looked up in the sky and seen. But I looked it up online, so now I know. Um, If you could see the moon right now, it would look something like this. Uh, It would be a crescent shape, and it would be what's called a waning crescent. That means that each night that passes we're going to be able to see less and less of the moon until on May 30th, we're going to have what's called a new moon. That means we can't see the moon at all. Well, after that, we'll start to be able to see it again. It'll be called a waxing crescent. All right? I know you are wanting this this science lesson tonight. Uh, It's going to get bigger and bigger until we'll be able to see half of the moon. And then it, it will become, after that, what's called a waxing gibbous Until on June 14th, we will have a full moon. And you might think, okay, I thought we were in church, not science class. Well, let me ask you the question again that I asked earlier. What shape is the moon tonight? I I gave you the answer earlier. A crescent. What shape is the moon tonight? A crescent. Okay, all right. We're there. All right. So, you know now, you can say it's a crescent. But let me ask you a different question. And this is why you guys are confused, I understand, okay? What shape is the moon always? Well, see, we can think of the shape of the moon based on how much of it is lit up each night. So that's what would make us think of it being a crescent shape. Some nights we can see the whole thing. Some nights we can only see half. Some nights we can only see a tiny little sliver, and some nights we can't see it at all. But does that mean that the moon actually changes shape? No. And Elena pegged this early on. No matter how much of the moon we can see, the moon is always round. You got it. Believe it or not, that can help us to learn something about God. If you have your Bibles, please turn to Lamentations chapter 3. 
You know, the Bible teaches us many different things about God. And one of those things, something that we are taught all throughout the Bible, is this truth. God is good. The Psalms especially are full of reminders of this fact. So here's a few examples from the Psalms. Psalm 25, verse 8. Good and upright is the Lord. Psalm 34, verse 8. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Psalm 100, verse 5. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth to all generations. Psalm 106, verse 1. Praise ye the Lord. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. For his mercy endureth forever. Psalm 118, verse 1. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. Psalm 118, verse 29. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. Psalm 136, verse 1. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. Psalm 135, verse 3. Praise the Lord, for the Lord is good. And that's just in the Psalms. You get the idea. God is good. That's a simple truth. It's one that I think all of us know. But I want us tonight to look at a truth in the Bible that will help us to add one word to that sentence. God is blank good. Now, before I tell you what word we're going to put there, you're you're like Elena, you're trying to get ahead of me here, okay? Let's look at Lamentations 3. The book of Lamentations was written by a man named Jeremiah. Jeremiah was a prophet of God. You guys know what a prophet of God is, right? That's somebody who received the word of God, and then they preached the word of God to other people. Well, Jeremiah was a prophet, and he preached the word of God to the people of the nation of Judah for many, many years. And he preached, and he preached, and he preached, and almost no one listened to him. God promised the nation of Judah that if they didn't listen to the preaching, if they didn't start following God instead of their false gods, he was going to send a country that would come and attack them, that would destroy their nation, that would destroy the city of Jerusalem. But the people didn't listen. So it happened. God sent the country of Babylon. And the Babylonian army, those soldiers, they came to Judah and they destroyed it. They killed many of the people. They destroyed the city of Jerusalem. They destroyed the temple. And they took the people as captives into their land. Well, after all those sad things happened, Jeremiah wrote this book, the book of Lamentations. You know what Lamentations are? That's not a word that we use a lot. Lamentation, that means being sad, crying, being heartbroken. So Jeremiah is writing this book about how heartbroken he is, how sad he is about the things that have happened to the nation of Judah. And he's crying, and he's talking about all these bad things that have happened, about how things are destroyed, about how he looks at the city of Jerusalem, and it's all broken down, and things are burned. And he looks at the temple, and it's all broken down, and it breaks Jeremiah's heart. And he writes this book. But right in the middle of the book of Lamentations, in the middle of all that sadness, and Jeremiah talking about how hard things have been, he says some interesting things. In Lamentations 3, verses 24 through 26, Jeremiah says this. He says, The Lord is my portion, saith my soul, therefore will I hope in him. The Lord is good, 
unto them that wait for him, to the soul that seeketh him. It is good that a man should both hope and quietly wait for the salvation of the Lord. Now, maybe you've heard some of those verses before, but it helps us to think about what was going on for Jeremiah when he wrote that. Jeremiah was sad. He had served God. He had preached the word, and no one had listened. He loved his country, and now it was in ruins, and the people were gone as captives. But even though he was so sad about all these things, you know what he still said? He said, the Lord is good unto them that wait for him. He knew that despite all the bad things that had happened, despite the fact that God had sent judgment, despite the fact that it felt like no one had listened to Jeremiah after he'd preached for decades, God was still good. Sometimes things in our lives are going really well. We're happy, and we're thankful, and it's easy for us to say, God is good. But other times, things are not going well. We're sad, and we wonder why things have happened the way that they have. And it's not easy for us to say that God is good. But even in those times, God is still good. Now, what does that have to do with the moon? Well, Remember, I said I owed some of this to someone else. And I'm holding a book written by a man named Jonathan Gibson. The book is called The Moon is Always Round. And it's based on a true story. And in this story, uh, there's a little boy, and his father teaches him that the moon is always round, even though we don't always see all of it. Well, his family finds out that they're going to have a little baby girl. And they're very excited about it. And the time gets closer and closer. But then they find out that the little baby girl isn't going to be able to come home with them after all. Jesus has decided to take the baby girl to be with him in heaven. And the little boy and his mommy and daddy are very sad. And they don't know why God decided to take that little baby girl to be with him instead of letting her stay here on earth with them. But the little boy knows that even when you don't see all of the moon, the moon is always round. And his daddy has taught him that that reminds us that even when we don't understand, God is always good. Sometimes we don't see why he does the things he does. But even if we can't see, we can still know that God is always good. Jeremiah had to learn that. And we all need to learn that too. Think about the day that Jesus died. How do you think that Jesus' mother and the disciples felt when Jesus died on the cross? I can't imagine how sad they must have been. How they must have wondered what was going on and why God would let Jesus die. They probably didn't understand. The Bible says that darkness covered the whole world. So they couldn't even see a sliver of the moon that day. But was God still good? Yes, he was. God had a perfect plan. 
And in his plan, Jesus had to suffer and die. And his mother and his disciples were heartbroken by that. But God was still good. Jesus was dying so that they and we could know Jesus as our Savior. So we could have our sins forgiven. Now, I don't know what might have happened to you that's been hard for you. Maybe you're like the little boy in the story. Maybe you've had something that's happened to you and your family that's been really sad and really hard. But no matter what happens, we can all remember that God is always good. When you look up at the moon, it might be shaped like a crescent. It might be a half moon. You might not be able to see it at all. But the moon is always round. And when things happen, you might understand. You might only understand a little bit. You might not understand at all. But God is always good. Psalm 19 tells us, The heavens declare the glory of God. The firmament showeth his handiwork. Day unto day uttereth speech, and night unto night showeth knowledge. Isn't that interesting? I love the, if you think about what those verses are saying. They tell us that every day and every night has something to teach us. God, all around us, God's creation is helping us to learn amazing things about God. The sun can help us remember that God shows his grace and his love to every person on earth. The rain can remind us that God provides and that only he can make things grow. And I hope that now the moon will help you remember that God is always good. So I want to see if we've got this tonight. Tell me, what shape is the moon tonight? All right, let's say it, let's say it together. All right. What shape is the moon tonight? A crescent. All right. The moon is shaped like a crescent. What shape is the moon always? The moon is always round. And what does that remind us of? God is always good. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for the simple things that can remind us of eternal truths. And Lord, I don't know if you'll use this simple principle in other people's hearts the way you've used it in mine. But Father, I pray that you'd help this to be something to stick with us. That you would use the simple vision of the moon and the night sky to remind us that often, maybe most of the time, we don't really know what you're doing. But we can always trust that no matter how much we see or don't see, you are always good. And Lord, I just pray that you would help us to truly take this truth to heart. And I don't know tonight what some of these young people or some of those who are older might be going through that is breaking their hearts and making them wonder why. That's causing them to cry out to heaven because they can't see all that they wish they could see. There are things about your plan that are hidden from their view, and that's hard. I pray that you'd help them tonight to be able to rest in the fact that though they cannot see it all, they can trust you. And even when you do things that break our hearts, you love us 
and you're still good. I pray that you would help these young people to really be able to grasp this truth now. Whether or not they've gone through heartbreak before, uh, Lord, this is something that we, we all face in life. And if they can hold to this truth, this biblical truth, it will serve them well in the days to come. So help them. Help us all, we ask. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening. If you have questions about your relationship with God or you would like to know more about the ministry of Good News Baptist Church, you can visit us online at goodnewsbaptist.org or call us at 757-488-3241. We trust your heart was challenged as you listened, and we want to encourage you to share this message with others. May the truth of God's word be your guide as you strive to follow Christ and make him known to others.